0: Hey guys, I said I was going to do about two more. So, well, well, this makes the last one. But um, really quick, I wanted to talk to you about something that just came to me. Um, I'm watching a video. I don't know what we're going to title this just yet, but I'm watching a video. And this lady is um, doing an interview on someone who has become infamous. And um, while sometimes it can be easy to discredit a person if you're hearing information that may be out of your scope or you're not, you know, used to hearing. Um, I want to encourage everybody to be mindful of passing things off as crazy. Um, As we all know, when you label something crazy, it is dismissive. So I'm listening to this interview and instead of her just getting down to the nitty gritty like a real one and saying how she feels, she chooses to discredit and invalidate the woman's story and I'm thinking to myself you know I'm applying it to my life obviously and I'm thinking like you know um it can be so cancerous to invalidate a story simply because it's new um We all have discernment. Sometimes you can tell when a person is not being forthcoming. But, you know, until you have proof, I don't think you get the right to just automatically um, blow a person off in their situation, in their story. It reminds me of an incident where someone wanted to pry about something that happened to me, and when I willingly provided the information, they told me they didn't care. So you don't care, but yet you're prying. What the hell do you want? A reaction. That is my issue, always been my issue with people that want to play psychologists, want to psychoanalyze for their benefit, for the sake of later having conversation with their friends. That's been an issue and a pet peeve for me. It's like if you're not invested for the right reasons, go away. I'm not your personal entertainment. So it's it's crazy how, you know, in life we all are bound to be afflicted with something. And then here comes a person, you know, uh, your own little personalized troll knocking you down and never giving you space to just be. And they expect to be in your space. That is what you call a monitoring spirit. I've been wanting to talk about monitoring spirits for a minute now. But I just wasn't compelled enough to say anything. Um, For me... What a monitoring spirit is, basically a monitoring spirit is a person that's in your life. They don't really hold weight. They don't really hold value. They're just there for the um, sake of being there. They don't really contribute to anything. They try to attach themselves to you. You may not be Beyonce. You might be on Beyonce level. It, it It could happen to anybody. You could be an average Joe. You could be a big whiz. But basically a monitoring spirit will attach themselves to you just to suck your life. They are a personalized troll assigned to your life. They are there to throw you off your course, especially when you are going through it. That's when these people tend to beat you the hardest. So, um, a way to identify a monitoring spirit. First of all, this person is either overly supportive or they're not supportive at all. Okay, it's no in-between. This person, you feel it in your spirit that they are fraudulent. They could go out of their way to be honest and and, 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 and they're constantly proving themselves to you. But trust and believe when you off, when you are off your course, off your square, they will knock you down when you're behind. And they won't have no qualms about it. Um, this person, when you make a, any like accomplishment, they don't want to clap for you. They don't want to applaud you or... Better yet, they don't even want to acknowledge you. Um, you're insignificant. They go out of their way to invalidate you. They go out of their way to one-up you, to put you down. Like, like To the point where you just sit back and go, why do I have them here? And then if you try to make a bold move and make a stride and stand in boundaries, they mock you for that and make you feel like you are completely delusional. So basically what they want is for you to make a space for their toxic, and cancerous behavior. They want to have a space just cause. And that space that you provide if you allow guilt and gestures and gifts. See these people, they give gifts. They do nice things. They make nice gestures, but it's all a ploy to stay. These gifts, these gestures, they're all given to you so they can have access. And you'll know it. You know, when somebody genuinely gives you something, they don't want to hear thank you a hundred times. A person that gives to you for the sake of just having a spot in your life, you're gonna know because you're gonna constantly feel like you're paying for it. Whether it's through money, whether it's through time, you're gonna constantly feel like you're paying for it. This person demands your time. They don't care about work, they don't care about your family, they don't care about your kids, they care about having constant. Access to you and monitoring what you are doing. They want to know why you didn't consult your moves with them. These people are constantly watchful of your life for the wrong reason. They're energy vampires, they're life suckers, and you know this person when you see this person. This per you know this person when you talk to this person, but for some reason, unhealed trauma blocks us from making the necessary exits and they suck us and we keep regressing until we fall into complete regression and we can't even move. We're just stuck in depression. We're just sitting there like, dang, what happened? I thought I had it all figured out. And then here comes this person. The best way to identify who this person is or who these people may be, you have to pay attention to how you feel when you interact. Do you feel like you overcompensate when you talk to this person? Do you feel like you overexplain? Do you feel like you give more than you really have? Are you drained after the conversation? Pay attention to how you feel when you talk to these people in your life and watch. You probably lose damn near your whole circle. Um, I knew, like I said, at an early age, God used to tell me these things would happen. And being 13 years old, I can't say that I didn't understand. I did. I just didn't want to hear it because these people, that's what I wanted. You know, as a human, you know, we have human entitlement, right? Even though it doesn't hold weight to God, we want what we want. And I remember saying to God, like, God dang, like, what you make me for if everything I do is for you? But that's the thing. God has to get the glory. God did not ordain for you to talk to those people. They take your life away. They suck your life. And you feel it every time you get off the phone. But you pass it off as something else. And then notice, when you talk to these people, you don't get no work done around the house. If you're even making it to work. If you're even making it to school. You are so caught up in that codependent dynamic. That time in your life is passing you by. This person is... A, 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 it, it's a dagger personified. This person is delaying setback personified. They're sitting in your way and you don't even see it. You constantly have to reassure this person. You constantly have to stroke their ego. They are constantly broken. You can never empower them enough. You can never encourage them enough. Everything you do, you have to drain yourself for them. Feed them. Clothe them. <laughs> You got to give them your all, and meanwhile, you're going to look back at your flower pot and see you barely growing. And before you know it, they, they, their leaves are flourishing. Their branches are full. They, they have a nice little greenery situation going on. Meanwhile, you bar- your seed has barely sprouted because all the nutrients and the nourishment you could have been giving yourself, you gave to that person. It's a no wonder your friend bypassed you. It's a no wonder they leap hurdles over you, and you might have been more equipped. You let a monitoring spirit in who literally emulated everything you did for their life. They saw your light. They saw your likeness. They saw your image. And they sucked it and took it. And now you're looking like, dang, did I help create that? Yes, you helped create that. All because you don't want to walk in your light. You don't want to accept the fact that you're great as you are. You don't want to accept the fact that you are naturally talented just because you don't even have to try. That's why they're attaching themselves to you in the first place. You just got it. It's all a matter that you need to see it. And I'm not just saying that because you're listening. Because I don't even know you. Shoot, half of y'all listening and y'all probably don't even like me. Shoot, and I might, even like, <laughs> might not even like you. But, you know, when, when a message is heavy enough to share, I want to share it. And I want to say to whoever's listening, if this is for you, just know that you can stop it today. But you have to face your fears today. And I think I think that's what held me up for a long time. It wasn't necessarily talking to the person. It was the root of it. And the root of it was, I wasn't done dealing with the bullies from the past. That's the root of it. That's real quick. I'm just going to wrap this up, y'all. It's 5 in the morning. I don't know why God got me talking all this stuff tonight. It's late. I'm tired. <laughs> but this is a quick little blurb I wanted to put out there. Cause I've been meaning to talk about monitoring spirits. And maybe in the future, I'll like, break it down. I'll do like, different segments. But... um. It's a thing, y'all, and a lot of people might already know about it. But um, let me know what you think. Are you around, or have you been around people where every time you talk to them, it seemed like you were giving? Now, giving it don't have to be money, y'all. It could be time. It could be an ear. Um, you know it's bad when you married or you're in a relationship and your spouse. I remember one night I was on the phone with a friend three hours, and me and my boyfriend were supposed to watch a movie. When I got off the phone, he wore me out. I mean, not physically. But he wore me out. He said, excuse you. He said, I was waiting upstairs for you to watch the movie. You know, that was our time. You know, he he laid me out. He said, that wasn't right. He said, why would that person take up so much of your time? He said, I "I don't deny that you were on the phone with said person. He said, I'm just concerned that that person would want to take so much of your time knowing you had a family. Can't argue with him on that. Let me know what you think.